0: Shalom Aleichem, Our topic is, can divine names, uh, be pronounced when singing Zmirochabat? So in in the graphic, the, uh, one of the most extreme examples of this, uh, of this dilemma is, is Shimrushabtotai. Because you notice the rhyme scheme, so so you see that uh, based on the rhyme scheme, you would have expected, and the, and the author probably expected that you're going to pronounce the Shem uh, Hashem in the standard way uh, that it's done, and uh, and uh, you see it in the last, in the last verse. So, so uh, you have a similar thing at the end of Tzor Mishalom. Now, many uh, have the practice of saying Hashem, saying Elokim, olam Uh on the other hand, uh, you know, we hear sometimes people, people say the, say the Shem Hashem. So, uh, so the question is, what's the background for this topic? And uh, God willing, even if even if we don't uh, come to any rigid conclusions at the end, at least you'll understand the background. We'll all understand the background that, uh, that this topic is is, um, is based on. and, uh, and uh, we'll include, we'll, we'll, we'll begin with the, with the psukim and some basic kabaras. Uh, we'll continue with uh, perhaps a suggestion about how to, how to view the topic. And then we'll see what some of the Akronim, uh say and some of the uh, interesting sources. Now, context, uh, again, this, this year, uh, God willing, we're gonna be continuing, uh, we're gonna be doing, doing Chaburas that are somehow related to Maseches Nadorim. This works out well for the Dafayomi learners, at least for the next couple of months. Uh, I personally am learning the dorim and I uh, not in the context of Daf but but I and I see there's just a lot of interest that the dorim brings up a lot of interesting material. So, uh, God willing, we'll be we'll be continuing that. Of course, Rav Zilberstein uh, 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 in his uh, in his forum, he always brings up the interesting shilas that come up in the uh, the order of the Gemara. Now. The Mishnah in the beginning of Nedarim begins called Kinuye nedarim Kinidarim. Now, Kinuye nedarim are now literally the word kinuyei is the word used for nicknames. Um, and the standard formulation of a, of, a vow, of a vow of a nedar, excuse me, is, is, is uh, this thing is prohibited like a korban, like a sacrifice. Um, and that's your model. So let's say somebody wants to prohibit uh, chocolate on himself. So he said, this chocolate is prohibited like a korban. Now, kol nadarim and Nadarim, those are statements like konam, konach, konas. Um, and you use those those formulations, which are these offbeat kind of formulations, uh, instead of korban. Now, the Gemara later on, and daf yoram aleph, so it says, uh, the the key machloket between Rabbi Yochran and Reish Lakish, Itmar, Kinuyim, Rabbi and Amelashonu Moten. These are uh, th- these are the the words used by Gentile nations, and that's that's uh, you know, very likely you know people that somehow were were relatively close to Israel. And and somehow instead of uh, korban they use they have words like konam or konach or konas. says differently. No no no. <laughs> that the chachamim created these formulations specifically for the purpose of nadarim. Ask the Gemara. time am I takinu Why? What's the reason behind this? This This uh, is an offbeat takana to to create special like offbeat language in order to make d'orim with. So says the Gemara, delo leimah So he shouldn't say korban. Delo what, korban. What's so terrible about saying korban? Let him say korban. This thing is prohibited like a sacrifice. Ma, nah, he's making an netter. Says the Gemara, delo Lest he say korban l'ashem. Okay, venemah korban l'ashem. Let him say korban l'ashem. This thing is prohibited like a korban to Hashem. Dilma amar la ve'lo'amar korban let's say he'll say la and he won't say korban and the pikshem up ikshem shamaim levatala. and he'll end up uh, uh uh saying the god's name in vain that's the issue Tanya rabbi shimon um, amar shimon says minain shalo this is already on the next taf the next one minain shalo amar dam la shem ola la shem min khala why is it that when you are maktish an animal, when you when you dedicate an animal to be a sacrifice, you shouldn't first say the Shem Hashem and then the name of the sacrifice? Uh Korban Lashem. You should first say Korban, then Lashem. Now, what's the reason? Because uh if you if you don't only say Lashem and you don't say Ola. You only assume, uh, say Hashem and you don't say Mincha, So it ends up that the name of God was said, was said uh, Levatola, was said uh, uh, needlessly. The the Gemara says, Umaz ala korban. Here's a person whose intent was to mention the divine name in conjunction with making something a sacrifice. And still, Amr Torah korban lashem that you should you should say it in the opposite direction so that the name of God shouldn't even inadvertently end up end up uh, being being said by itself not in the context of making a levat, of making uh, making something kama dish, uh, so certainly you shouldn't say it needlessly. Now that's the context and that's why we got to this topic. Now uh, whatever the case you see, there's a xerod the rabbanon according to Reish Lakish, whose whole goal is to avoid somebody inadvertently saying the divine name in vain. And again, it's a it's a, it's a rare case because it's a person who's gonna who's gonna say uh, God's name and not say it with korban. Uh, either he's gonna skip the word korban and just say Lashem, or he's gonna say first Lashem and then leave out korban. And and it'll end up that that God's name was said in vain. So because of that, Chazal created a whole new set of formulations. So you shouldn't even you shouldn't even say it. And 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 the whole context of this is that a person knows the psukim so well, so he'll say korban Hashem. He'll say the he'll say Hashem's name along with korban because of the natural flow of the way the way he talks. Okay, this expression of Shem Shamayim Levatella saying the divine name. Uh, uh, needlessly, uh, appears in conjunction with two different psukim. The first is, you should not take God's name in vain. That There's no, you're, you're not going to be uh, clean. You're not going to be able to do this without it being, uh, and it will not be ignored. Now, uh, wait a second. Isn't this a, uh, uh, saying, saying an oath, uh, a shvua, a shvua shav. Isn't this the pasuk about taking, uh, taking and making, a, making an oath in vain? So the Gemara in Brachus connects it even with the Brachal of Atala. Either Rav said it. Raishlucky said it, some say Rab Yochanan and Raish Lucky said a joint pronouncement. Call Bracha If somebody says a bracha that was not needed, over Lotisa. So he transgresses Lotisa. The simple understanding of the Gemara is that there's a biblical prohibition of saying an unnecessary bracha. Wow. Now it could be this is rabbinic and the word over here is he transgresses mishum lotisa, a rabbinic prohibition, which is based on, which is because of, in general, lotisa, but not that it's a biblical avera, but it's certainly connected with lotisa. Um, and uh, uh, the shiltos of uh, Haigon So uh, the shiltos... The Rav was was one of the Gonim, and he has a sefer which is which is organized around Parshat Shavua, where it's halachic drashos on the on the parsha. So uh, so in Parshas Yisro, so he he speaks about Lo uh, and there he says explicitly that the uh, that not just bracha but in general when you when you say the Sheim Shemayin it's a problem of Lo son it sounds like it's a biblical problem. The as we'll see later on, the Rambam uh, 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 mentions this, and and commentators differ about whether the Rambam says it's do or not. So that's one wing of this topic. There's another pasuk: "You should fear Hashem or be in awe of Hashem, serve Him, and and take an oath in His name." Says the Gemara. Uh Where's the Azara? Where's the negative prohibition uh against saying God's name in vain? Wait a second, is there a deposit Says the Gemara That's uh a positive it's a warning that stems from a positive mitzvah you should fear hashem okay you'll work out what what is this gemara do, is this is this gemara contradictory is it not contradictory uh, is there something special about a brachah shenitrika okay but whatever the case the gemara quotes two separate psukim about uh, about saying God's name uh, needlessly one is 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 Eloki Sachei Hashem Elokecha Lashav, and the other is is Et Hashem Tira. The Rambam. Let's read through a couple Rambams, where he uh, where he gives us a picture of this this the whole topic in in a, in a number of halachas. Hashemayas Karata Hashem Ypicha Berul Lashav Ose Nispel Lefunav o Ose Biruch Brachas Zainetzricha over if a person either said God's name in vain took a false oath or said an unnecessary bracha, where he transgresses no say Shema now you can see why some commentators say the Ramam holds this is dal Reisah, because he in, in one in one voice he he puts all these things together uh a false uh oath and and bra um if you're interested, Rav, uh Ben Sina B'Sha'ul in his Sefer or Litzion. Uh and he, it's uh it's um I can give you the and give you the source. Uh it's um it's a uh, he has an essay, it's a long essay, which was in a in a volume, which was dedicated to the memory of Rabbi Cheskel Avramsky Zatzal. He describes why it is that the Rambam might hold that that a bracha tsricha, an unnecessary bracha, is a doyisa transgression. Um, okay, uh, I don't want to. I won't do it justice if I try to like give you a a, a forty second summary if you hear that de- the divine name in vain you should you should put the person in nidui now I'm not I don't I don't know what practically goes on in this topic I have no idea about practical Alohan putting and doing a nidui for anybody nowadays so uh so consult uh, consult your rabbi about that if he didn't put the other person in nidoy he himself would be in nidoi. Be, that's a kind of uh nidui is 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 in the world of excommunication and those kind of things. Uh, but you have to you have to permit him meaning you have to undo the nidui, the excommunication immediately so there shouldn't be a Mitchel it shouldn't be a stumbling block for other people because this person is really been. Needed. people are relating to him normally other people aren't going to know that he was uh, he was put in nidui. Vim I maybe tell him So wait a second. The whole world's going to be benidui because everybody's speaking with all sorts of apparently this issue of of uh, of people saying shvuas and swearing this and swearing that is is I'm not sure how to pronounce this, Hey, I invent vav hey. Uh word, I would have to check it out in a Rambam with uh, with vowels, so okay um Ba oh I'm mezid. that's if he was doing it purposely wow. so right now, my overall plan is to be there gondoling Tuesday morning um I'm thinking it'll be around nine thirty or ten depending on what time I land I think i'm going so um. So, let's say somebody was doing it unknowingly. Shogeg is unknowingly, not accidentally, uh, but unknowingly. He didn't know it was prohibited. Then you don't have to put him in needui. You don't have to excommunicate him. Not only not only you're not obligated to, but it's prohibited to do it. Shaloa, shogeg. Because the Akkodaspor in his in his Torah didn't punish the person who did something unknowingly. Ella Mazhiro He warns him. He he these are two words. He wants him to be careful, uh, that he shouldn't go back to doing that again. So that's in general the Torah's approach to Shogeg to is is to is to uh not punish, but but warn. Okay. Uh now here's the, here's the, those first two, for us, in our topic, those were leading to this next halachah. It's not only a, an oath in vain. Even just to say one of the names, Hashem, uh, uh, Elohim, Shakai, Svakot, all those names, um, that's the whole topic, by the way. Which exactly names are included in this prohibition of Shema Hashem Even if you didn't take an oath, because the pasuk commands uh, to fear the uh, honored and awesome name of Hashem. And the included in Yira is Shaloyas that you shouldn't say it in vain, needlessly. Now you see, by the way, did you notice what the Ramam just did? He brought in the second Pasuk. He started out with Lo tisad, Hashem and now he brought in Hashem uh, ve'otzi shem what do you do if you accidentally set out? You made a mistake and you said God's name. Uh, Yimaher miyad, you should immediately... Uh, you should praise and and uh, give um uh I mean probably ascribe splendor uh via uh once again another word for something like that you should say great things about the divine name so it shouldn't be mentioned needlessly Kate said Omar Hashem let's say you said Hashem Omer or you should you should do that in order that it shouldn't be levatal Now I brought the Rambam uh, purposely for for to show how he brings in two aspects. These two psukim of of uh, of lotisa and 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 uh, He incorporates both. uh and uh, in the Ramam, it seems that um that echbad Shemanora extends it to any mention of the divine name that's leaded, as opposed to just Fuasha. Now what about singing Zmirot? That's now let's plug it in. I wanna I wanna suggest something that I didn't see uh, I, I I I didn't see all the material on this topic um and but and I'm 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 uh I I had heard a shear of Asher Weiss on this and I'm wondering if I'm just recalling the shear uh but but there seem to be two different, uh not only two different sources for the exact same phenomenon, but perhaps two different phenomena going on here, phenomena going on here uh Lo and at Hashemalo Kechatira. Again, the expression Shem Shemaim Lovatalah is used, but in both, but it could be that um that Lotisa Shem Hashem, Hashem lashav means you shouldn't men- mention God's name needlessly. At Hashem Lokechatira, you should be relating to Hashem with awe, and that's going to lead you to not say God's name needlessly. Now, it could be that ah, if you do the positive, you'll avoid the negative of that's one approach. I suggest perhaps another thing that it could be that you can have one without the other. What do I mean by that? I can imagine somebody saying the divine name in a way that it is not needless but it is also not in a context of being in awe of Hashem. On the other hand, I can imagine a person uh, saying the divine name in a way that he's in awe of Hashem. But on the other hand, it's 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 needless. Let me give you examples. Let's say. Um, uh a bunch of people are sitting around in a in a sort of lightheaded fashion. Right? Uh, whatever. We'll throw in some alcohol, they're drinking beers, uh uh snacks, they're uh they're uh they're they're eating popcorn and potato chips and and uh and French fries, whatever. Nothing against all these things, but just I want a, a, a more light kind of setting. And then they're like uh, they're like saying they're like putting some of their psukim to some of the uh, prusta songs that they heard in their youth, and it's they're, they're saying the psukim with shema hashem. So you can say, listen, it was in the context of a pasuk, the shema hashem was not there, needless. The Pasuk says uh, and it says Hey It says the divine name, so he was he was reading a Pasuk. What do you want from it? It wasn't it wasn't uh needless, it wasn't like a person just saying, Oh, Hashem's name. On the other hand, it was definitely not in the context of of Yira. It was very lightheaded, Dafka. Um and again, not to, there's all sorts of wonderful, you know, Jewish music out, out there. Uh, and a lot of it is, is, is meorer people. It arouses people to, to US HaShem, uh, through, through, uh, uh, internalizing the, the, the messages and the psukim, and that's a separate literature that is a part of, part of this, uh, a one wing of this discussion is, is putting songs to, putting music, putting psukim, excuse me, to songs, uh, but that's a little beyond our our topic, though. That's it's a related topic. On the other hand, I can imagine somebody in the context of Yiras Hashem still say the divine name uh, needlessly. I'll give you an example. Let's say somebody uh, is a little lackadaisical about about his just keeping keeping on top of his brachos. The Hilchus brachos is a uh, is a uh, is uh, sometimes kind of kind of complicated, and it, he he works out it works out that that he ends up every now and then saying a needless bracha. Uh, he he really uh, didn't make a hefsek, and he and he and he was was sort of mistaken about whether he did. Uh, he doesn't think out his his like eating life. It does a lot of, uh, a lot of snacking with a lot of, uh with a lot of brachas, Shilas. Okay. And then he says the bracha with, with Kavana. He, he's, he's not so great on, on let's say hilchos brachas and, and when a bracha is needed and not needed. On the other hand, when it comes to Kavana and, and, uh and his, uh, and the the way he says his brachas, he says his brachas with great kavanah, he says his brachas with, with a consciousness of uh, kadosh brahu. Uh but it was a bracha shayna tricha. So that's an example of a needless bracha, but that doesn't necessarily uh uh it wasn't necessarily from a person or in a situation where a person was not uh didn't have US Hashem. So Theoretically, these two things could be could be two independent wings. That's where now when somebody is one of the things that comes up here is what if somebody is uh, is giving a drush and he quotes a pasuk? Can you quote the shame Hashem? So the simple thing is, and I see I see it could be maybe maybe some of the Svardi Psukim are a little more lenient about this or or I don't know astringent lenient. They're they're uh they're you're saying a Pasuk? So you read a Pasuk, it's not considered uh uh, an unnecessary divine name. But, uh, let's say you're singing is and you're at the table. So, and this is what I heard from Avashar Weiss. Again, this is second, this is secondhand. And I didn't go back to that sheer after hearing that, uh, maybe even a number of months ago. Uh, if, if you're singing, let's say, uh, in a way where, where it's a very serious atmosphere, uh, so so the divine names are in context and necessary, but it's also in a framework of Yerash Hashem. And of course, there's going to be a cutoff of what's considered Yerash Hashem. So I gave you an extreme example where the people are clearly lightheaded, right? They're saying, you know, let's see if we can do... Uh, uh, Let's see if we can do this pasuk to to this uh, uh, you know rock star song or something like that. Okay, um, the the uh, but but uh, um, but but so he suggested maybe like while you're eating, maybe better not to say the Shem Hashem and to say Hashem Elokenu, Kari Bonalom Veal because maybe eating is a little less uh, uh, serious atmosphere. And, uh, so that was, a, that was a suggestion, but I think it's working with that same, uh, two sides of the issue of Shem Shemayim Levatola. Is it, uh, needless or is it in the context of, of Hashem? Now, some of the sources on this topic, uh, an amazing, uh, uh in a certain city, the Minag was to read Kriyat Shema with a tune, whatever their tune was. Not it doesn't sound like it was the uh, it was the trump. Uh, They wanted to cancel this minhag. Just a minute, Machzik I believe that's the other safer of the of the of the The has a whole bookshelf that he wrote. Okay, there was a, I saw in that sefer. There's a makhluket about the Chachamim in the West. Where's the West exactly? Um, So I assume Morocco. I assume Morocco. Uh, Because he was in the, the Echidel was in Eretz Yisrael chida traveled around the whole jewish world because the chida was the shalucha was the shaliach of eretz yisrael to collect funds for the for the for the tamid hachamim in eretz yisrael and so he went and he kept a diary uh and uh, which is a fascinating account of his his adventures um uh, and not just adventures but all sorts of all sorts of uh, uh, things. One of the one of the very interesting books. Anyway, so he there was a machlokut amongst the chachmei marav kishim eshoreim when you're singing im Gamke gamkein tevat hashem whether to also uh, say the divine name uh, uh, when you're singing. an elderly Tamar That means he asked a shaila in a dream. Whatever that means, whatever the makubalim do. So he asked the shayla in a dream, vehe and they responded to him, rananut tzadikim ba'ashem, which means tzadikim sing ba'ashem, which seems like in the affirmative it's okay to say in the say the divine name. um. um okay. Um. Now. Okay, and he shows a, a, that Pussuk is quoted in another in another place uh, in the same context about uh, about uh, about singing on the name of Hashem itself. Now again, I'm not sure uh if here it's is it okay to sing on the Shem Hashem, or should the same Hashem just be stated, or is it okay to pronounce the Shem Hashem and and uh or or is it better to just say hey Shinmen? Uh I'm not sure uh what uh what what he means. Simple thing is whether it's okay to sing it. Um Okay, and then he shows how that, that particular chuva was uh was quoted. Okay. Now um Rabin Sin Abu uh in his sha shailotu chivot or lizion, uh he has a whole series of books all titled Orlutzion. Misha Bader Mudopagaba Psukimi Maskarot. If he as he was learning, he came up with psukim that have God's name written. Haimur Shili Kroat Shemashem Kedarko Otsarikle Khanot Volomar Heshin Mem, does he have to say Hashem? So he writes pasuk if he meets a, a complete Pasuk, or even a portion that has independent meaning meaning it stands alone which is a clause it's a it's a part of a pasuk but it has a it has an entire its it's a standalone section of a pasuk it's okay to say the Shem Hashem. But if you only say a portion that doesn't have independent meaning, there it's better to say Hashem. Again, common practice is to say Hashem, except when you're reading the Torah. That's a, a very common practice, but it doesn't seem like that's uh, uh, necessary. Now, uh, the Shari the, Tshuva, Brings the Shelat Yavetz. Shelat Yavetz is Rav Yaakov Emden, uh, Rav Yaakov Ben Zvi. His father was Rav Zvi Ashkenazi, the great Chacham Zvi. Shelos and Shivos Chacham Zvi. Ktuvim so And uh, it's there's quote there's that are quoted. Adarko, it's okay to write. You you should read it as if like you would read it when you're reading the Tanakh with the Shem HaShem, and that's the way his father was knowing. And that's the comment, that's the way to Pasuk. It's only when there's meaning to the Pasuk that he says, then it's okay to say the Shem HaShem. You know, if it, but if it's just, the it's it's part of learning. It has meaning. Lo Skarat it's not for naught. if only a little portion is brought. It doesn't have independent meaning. So again, he's talking about psukim. Would the same thing be true for for the zmirot? Um, now, in the Sefer uh, Piske Chuvot, he has a whole summary of this topic. Um, and again, the quote from the from the uh, um, from the Mishnah Burrah is "Mitzvah Tasei that Tashem Part of Yirash Hashem is not mentioning God's name unless it's part of praise and thanks that you're obligated, but not for naught. What he said, what you're obligated is, it's not only if you have a chiyuv to say this particular thing. It doesn't mean that it only applies, let's say, to uh, to uh, to something that's a chiyuv, the Rabbanon, Let's say you're saying one of the trinas that are written out in one of the one of the sifrei uh trinos, one of those, there's all sorts of of uh prayers that are written that are published in the Passover in, in the in the in the Siddur. Um, you uh, Ribona and uh, the 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 Tvila that's between um Shalom aleichem and Ashish it's a long Tvila there. With names of God, so uh, I think names of God. So Rashi uh, Adam there, it's okay to say the name, the Shem Shamayim there. Uh, let's say somebody is 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 speaking to a Baruch Hu in prayer, ohodaya uh, or in thanks. Shem He can mention God's name. He's speaking to a Baruch Hu. That would make it a bracha. That would make it something that was not a Takana the of bracha. It sounds like, and this is what Rabbi ben and Abba Shaol mentions in that long article uh, in memory of of Rabbi Hezkei Abramsky, that the formula of Baruch HaTah Hashem was reserved for the... For the Kiyuve Brokos that that uh that Khazawar Mittain, and that should not be used unless it was a Kiyuvrach. That's uh, that's that's what I think this is coming from. Uh mokin mutiladina la notashoalim bishlomo todala kill. Obelasholla's dankat. Thank God. Uhyotze biz a caven shemaskir shame shemaim derich shavakvayoda. So according to the din, you should be you're able to to use the the divine name in those contexts even though there's no prohibition here. So the the common practice amongst people that are especially sensitive to to Yerachemayim and and uh, and uh, and doing things in the in the best way possible. So. The standard practice is is to only use the actual Shem Hashem uh, when you're when you're doing those things that you have a chiyuv to do. They they refrain from saying God's name uh, explicitly. What about saying God's name? As you're singing, and the like, It's it's best to refrain from this. Even if they're singing complete psukim, because you're not saying the divine name out of out of awe and fear, rather uh singing and and lightheaded now you can see that there's going to be a subjective judgment of what is something that is coming out of a pure avodas hashem and what is uh more of a of a like fun sort of light uh uh singing uh kind of uh kind of joking uh a little more frivolous You'd see that there's going to be it somewhere. There's going to be a line there. So, so if if uh, it's you have to you have to remember that Chazal treated this as very seriously. Uh, that you're supposed to be Menat as somebody if he does it. Um, and if not, the person himself should be benedict. So this is not something to be taken lightly. The minig is to mention the divine name when you're when you're um, when you're singing zmiros and uh, and uh, you're doing it in a way which is with honor. And with awe, uh, so there he quotes the 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 Sefer Das Torah, which is from the, if I'm not mistaken, the original, uh, the Brijaner Rav, the grandfather of Rav Sholom Shvadran, uh, who was also his namesake. Um, in the uh, footnotes, uh, he quotes, I think right over here, uh, where, where they uh when they're having uh feasts and simchas, uh which are not the more like like uh, like pesach night achal kuponim lahaskir shimshamim benigunim bizman re'shushah serba chleit a philodir pasuk shalem o koshona kafa kain a philimot zeshim mikra lo tase kazot meaning he's not into um uh uh singing psukim as as like a song and that's a there's a gemara like that about uh about the torah the torah girds itself in sackcloth when it is uh when it is uh, dragged into that kind of a thing, again, there's a there's a there's a line here. I just wanna just wanna uh, uh, point out is that is that it's not. Um, I have to see what is what is inspiring somebody to to avodas Hashem and yiras Hashem, and what is uh, you know taking advantage just using you know using the the lyrics of the Torah as as some some uh, some song. But and now Verak Bimakomo Chemanagnim sukim Bishira Vazima Derek Kavod Vira Sham Bisud Mitzvah bizmani Mitzvah Kugomba Shabat Vyomtov became Basim Chatora Shuri Laskyim Shemaim Aphilushloka Derh Derek Sukim Shim Akamur Anshe Mysanim Noimika Gambo Pony Mayalo. So that's that that's the source of what he said. So the the upshot of then he quotes those who are um who, uh, who uh, uh, rule that it is okay when you're singing Zmiril Chabbat, when you're singing song Tanyummtov and a, a Brismilla, when you're in a context of Y Shemayim, on the one hand, uh, and it is not in vain, it's not for naught. On the other hand, uh, when the atmosphere is more frivolous so that's uh, that's that's uh, that's problematic. So in short, there seem to be two um, uh, general wings of this, Particular uh, issue number one: the loti shem That would be like uh, quoting just the name of God or uh, a portion of a Pusik that doesn't have independent meaning, or a bracha uh needless bracha. So those would be, and certainly, if somebody said an oath that was in 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 vain or 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 the like or false, so those that's that wing there's a second side though which is which is the awe and the and the uh, uh the seriousness that a person should have uh vis-a-vis vis-a-vis the Shem HaShem. and uh and uh and that uh might still be there when a person is singing Zmeros. uh that's uh that's one of the things he quotes there well, that's what i wanted to share about this topic again there's more to there's more to see there's more to learn there's interesting footnotes here uh, That will suffice that for now.